Hey mates, the comedy festival is underway and our shows are currently going really well. We've got lots of people coming down, friends of the show and awesome guests. We'd love to see you down there uh, every Monday night at the Town Hall at 8.30. Uh, tickets are on Ticketmaster and on the comedy festival website. Um, come down and say hi. And also, as always, uh, this episode of The Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by Punchline DVD. Head to punchline.com.au for all your comedy DVD needs. They're having a comedy festival sale at the moment. You can get great DVDs from people like Harley Breen, Greg Fleet, Charlie Murphy, all the comedy festival galas. It's all on there, so check them out, and that'll help support the show. And also, I'm doing my show Pipsqueak in the comedy festival and at the Sydney Comedy Festival. For tickets to that and for the Dum Dum Club live shows, head to Comedy Festival. Festival.com.au Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselo. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day dickhead. Now, here's something I've been waiting a few hours to bring out. Oh, good. Honour of a very big day here today, the day that we're recording this episode. Bring it on. Happy birthday, mate. Yes. Yes. Finally. 47 today? Oh, jeez. Why would you? Why would you? You, you are truly the nasty one of the little oh, club. Oh, don't. You, I think. Everyone you... has been horribly wrong over the last year. Listen, it's... I think if the jury goes back through the <laughs> 70-something previous hours no, no, of no, no, content. No, no. I don't want to look at exhibit A through Y. Let's just ex- examine <laughs> number uh, number Z. Okay, yeah. that's that's completely fair. But I feel like, see, this is, I was thinking about it. This is my gift to you. I'm giving you the gift of being able to hang a bit of shit on me because I know how much you truly enjoy that. What do you get? What do you get? The asshole who has the, everything. The inception of insults. What's <laughs> going on? Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's so yeah, you celebrated your birthday day. this morning by getting up at what was it? Four a.m. Oh. Yeah, it was about two hours after I went to bed I got up again, so that was good. <laughs> I did a, a morning a breakfast radio thing, uh, um, what do you call it, outside broadcast, uh, with friend of the show Nick Cody mm-hmm. and a few others, and uh, yeah, it was very funny. I just went on and did stand-up for a couple of minutes, and then, uh, yeah, Cody, Nick Cody, friend of the show Nick Cody, he started bugging me with the whole thing of going, oh, so what, what material should I do? What jokes should I tell? And I'm like, I don't care. Don't be the guy that asks me what you should say. You know what you so, – like, I don't care about your material and I've got my own stuff to worry about. Just do your own thing. Who cares? And it's my birthday. Exactly. And he didn't know that either. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I was extra cranky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so then he goes out there and starts – and this is 6.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he starts doing materials, starts doing jokes about Stephen Hawking being bashed by his wife and about how, uh, and then he's got, he's basically, he's got, look, I, I have to say what this is. Well, well the N word. We're okay. aware of what the N word is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't need to say that. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit where he says that in his act, uh, but in a clever way. And we, we don't want to say it here because people might be listening to this at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah, don't yeah. want to be guilty of the same crime. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing this on radio and there's like a... A bunch of mums in the audience or whatever, or, you know, preschoolers or whoever is up at six in the morning, old people, the exact untarget audience of the N-word. <laughs> and he brings this out and starts doing a bit of, look at the cripples over here, look at this, look at that, and it's just getting silence. And we're backstage going, oh, he's worked out the perfect gig for this and then turned it upside down and done that. Yeah, yeah. And he comes back in and after getting nothing and... 
he's just white. He's just seen a ghost, <laughs> and we're just going. And this Cody, is... for people that don't know him, he's been on the show a couple of times. He's normally he's very confident. Yeah, uh, he does very well. He's a oh, very great comic. Like he man. does normally smashes gigs. He's he very came used to back killing with a sweat on him. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then what was great was every time someone would come back into the studio that hadn't been at the gig yet, they'd been listening on the car on the way in, and they'd come in and go, "Jesus, Cody, what were you trying to do?" There? <laughs> <laughs> wow, wouldn't it be great if he got that show taken off the air? If yeah. Cody became like the new Carl Sanderlands? That'd be amazing. Oh, uh, it was. And it, it, the thing was, he didn't know it was my birthday, but it ended up being an excellent the, present. Yeah, so I was going to Thank say. you very much, Nick Cody. <laughs> I have Perfect. enjoyed my day so far. Uh, today on the show, uh, we've got a great guest. He's here for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival as part of the headliner show. He has been on Conan. He's been on all sorts of things. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Kyle Kinane. Hello. A round of applause. <laughs> now, I, I didn't know if I could jump in earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what hour is good for the N word? <laughs> <laughs> is, like, is it like McDonald's breakfast? Maybe ten thirty. Is that it? <laughs> what time frame does work out? For <laughs> <that>? <laughs> it's like an egg McMuffin. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good call. <laughs> is it eight thirty? Finally, guess what? All you know. <laughs> uh, now, Kyle, we uh, we 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 organised this uh, last night. Like, uh, not to reveal too much of the behind the scenes goings mm-hmm. on of this podcast, but a lot of our interviews are organised. With uh, less than twelve hours to go, yeah. on the fly, on the yeah. fly. In fact, the, the twelve-hour arrangement is probably the most organised we've been for a guest on this show for a long, yeah, long time. After we locked that in with twelve hours to go, I was like, I just laid in a hammock for the last twelve <laughs> hours. Going, wow, I've done my work today. Tomorrow yeah. is set. Well, you we're, like we 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 organised to meet today before we left you, and you uh, you scribbled down uh, your details for me on the back of a, a coaster. Oh, did I? That I've got in my hands here. <laughs> Two p.m. That. room twenty-six. Um, which just kind of made it look like you were organising some kind of like post-night out booty call. Like it was a very strange image. But then I noticed this morning on the back of it, it's it's like a promotional coaster for the Comedy Channel, which is a, a cable channel uh, that we have here. And on the back, it just says, piss funny. Yeah. Which I'm sure you will enjoy because I've been talking to you a bit about how you, you've been quite taken with uh, Australian slang so far since getting here. I don't even know if I've just been making up my own terms. Yeah, you've been, you've been crafting your own ones. Yeah. Plane is fives and sevens, yeah. <laughs> like that sounds perfect. That to does me. sound really legitimate. It sounds like a phrase that you've been using forever. Yeah, in fact, in a, and there's I a hope moment from here on out. I heard we... Plane is fours and sevens, even like fives and sevens. Fives don't, and sorry. don't butcher it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I've par- I've Tommy, carried... Tommy, how long have you been living in this country? <laughs> I just no. came over on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> I, that's what that that comedy channel. Somebody had a coast. What do you uh, what do you call it, like the foam? We call stubby it holder. Coos- stubby holder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, where'd you get that? It just It's like the six foot tall blonde woman. She's like, steal one of those bar mats for me. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I just stole for a woman last night. <laughs> really? And then she came, but then she gave me the stubby, then she just made fun of me. <laughs> Large, intimidating women. Wow. Like everybody left and I was just sitting there trying to hit on women a foot taller than me. <laughs> they were just openly mocking me. <laughs> And I stayed around. <laughs> well, that, I mean, she should have taken that as a pretty ballsy thing because someone got, didn't someone get arrested in Bali or Thailand a, a couple of years ago for stealing a bar mat? Yeah. It was like a big right. thing. Was it in Australia? Is that why it was news here? Was it in yeah, Australia? Yeah, it was in Australia. It yeah. was in Australia. Bar yeah. mat, meaning that just the rubber thing on the bar. Yeah. yeah. Someone, some woman nicked one and got and got put in put in jail for it, well, didn't she? Well, you don't do that stuff in Thailand. You can't like fart on Tuesdays or something. <laughs> you know? That's one of those countries you just, just you be, you know. That's not, and, and completely unfair it was probably like a 
knockoff version of that bar mat anyway. It probably wasn't even the real bar mat. You know but it I mean? was it was the comedy one. It was the comedy channel bar mat, mm. which I think she worked for the channel. Right. So I was stealing stuff from the place she worked for her. That's a sting. Uh, was it set up? It's in a bad, yeah, I was in a bad way last night. We yeah. we went to America uh, last year, and uh, with your no- first name being Kyle, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, sort of a bit of a running thing on the show. That we went to America, my name being Carl. Do they have the name Carl in America? Because it <laughs> seems like they don't. Because Car- they just Carl. Carl. I, when I right? say Carl, yeah, I thought say... it was. I thought your name was my name last. Night. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All right. Right. Okay. But then when you would when he would try and say. Carl and emphasize it, then people would think his name was Coral. Yeah, Coral. Yeah. yeah. So I'd call no... I'd get Carl. Kyle or Yeah, how do you say, how do you say Carl? Carl. Is it Carl? Is that, how do you say Kyle? Kyle. You saying that you got that one right. <laughs> Kyle. Carl. Am I saying the same word twice? <laughs> I think you are. Right. I think you are. Man, okay. it's really Carl. it's really a name that is just grounding you in one country, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's not an international it's a, name. It's, a giveaway. It's, it's like one of those, you know, sometimes like a band will like go from like Australia to America or whatever and say their name is um, Chichi and the Chochis or whatever, and they go over there and then they say, "Oh no, we've already got a Chichi and the yeah. Chochis over here, so now your name is Glenn." Yeah, like uh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. I have to be <laughs> Kyle Sandler. Chichi, in. And Chichi. I don't know, whatever. Did you say Kyle Sandler? <laughs> what <laughs> is that? What you said? I hope not. I thought you said Kyle Sandler. That oh, would be amazing. Man, I haven't had enough sleep today. So maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's like the, it's like it is. It's like the Jack White uh, uh, band, the Raconteurs. Yes, exactly. The sabot- they're the saboteurs here. Yeah. It's not oh really? As, yeah, not nearly as good a name. Why? Because there's a raconteur. Yeah, there's a raconteur, yeah. but they're like. I a... want to know what band is called Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you see last night? Glenn. <laughs> well, he- heavy man, real it's, heavy. It's the other way. Like Danzig could have been called that. He went with his surname instead of his <laughs> Christian name. Yeah, dude, if you hang out with Danzig, somebody's just like Glenn. Like it's the dumbest name. Yeah, yeah it's so disappointing. <laughs> Your last name's Danzig. Yeah. Are you going to keep Glenn? Yeah, I'm keeping Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so you gave me this Glenn. coaster with your uh, with your details on it and said, I'll give you this because there's a huge chance that I might forget that we're doing this. And uh, we, 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 had a, we had a snafu with the timing. Mm. You thought it was 2.30. I thought it was 2. It got to 5 past. I thought he's forgotten. Then I had to, yeah. I had to rock up to the reception and go, hi, I'm here to meet a friend. Um, he said he might forget. Can you call him for <laughs> me? And just and just say that awful thing where she's then on the phone and she goes, "Hi, um, it's uh, it's Betty from reception. Um, I've got Tommy here for you." And I was just like thinking how awful this would be if I watched her face and from the other line, you've clearly gone, "I've got no idea who that is." Like yeah. how crazy. And through his accent last just night, you thought his way. name's Timmy, not who the Tommy. Fuck is Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was his name Glenn last yeah. night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've been out and about today. Uh, we, we covered this in the car. I mean, you probably the listeners don't know this, but we did talk about Indian food a lot in the car. But um, <laughs> Empress of India yeah. needs to be yeah. known. Yeah. If you, you, well, you can look up the reviews on there. Oh, no, yeah. No, Tommy can. Yeah, let's do it. I'll bring him up. Yeah, yeah. Give, give some context I, while I look this stuff Empress up. Empress yeah. of India is right across from the Queen Victoria Market. We're like, yeah. we, we, I was out with Kumail Nanjiani, who's here. Uh, funny comedian, his wife, Emily Gordon, and we're like, we want Indian food. And we saw Empress of India. They got funny cartoon signs outside, yeah. like, come on in. Well, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Vindaloo, boo-boo-boo, <laughs> like whatever, like with cartoon people. The sign, like the, out, the, the metal sign hanging out in front had their sign, which was cardboard glued to it. Yep. And uh, we walked in. And it was like it was like eating at a garage sale. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was two tables. Then there was like a couch with books and empty luggage on it. There was unopened mail. 
It was. I thought it was going to be a haunted house. Yeah, I thought yeah. there was just going to be spirits, <laughs> and we were like one of those things where you walk out, and then it's a different day and age. And that's uh, an awesome concept for an Indian restaurant, though. Haunted house. I don't haunted, think that's ever been done. Haunted house restaurant. Yeah, but that, Indian. That would be yeah. Indian. Do they believe in ghosts? I don't. Yeah, but they probably don't. Let's do take they, a call. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Is that how this works? I've got some. I've got a, a bit of Urban Spoon going on here yeah, uh, for right. reviews of them. Uh, Do they believe in Indians believe in reincarnation? Because that would make sure that there's no haunted houses over there. Does it? <laughs> Does it? Is that how it works? That would, well, that make would mean sure. It, that's yeah. why that we would just keep serving you leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> that's why there'd be no food go to waste. They would just give it to the last person. But yeah, this you. we were talking about this in the car as well. Um, that. Uh, this guy's renowned for just being shut down and then reopening with a new name in the same premises. And of, he probably doesn't even change the mail that's stacked up there. It's, it's just the same mail. It's fascinating that you could even walk through the door. Yeah. <laughs> and that with a straight face. And there was no was one like, else. Are, no, no. No, it didn't even there. look like it looked like it just shouldn't. It looked like somebody was squatting in there. Yeah. Like when it looked like a, the dining room on the Titanic. How yeah. some things are just still preserved, <laughs> yeah. but there's dirt on everything. <laughs> yeah. And just the, with a straight face, the woman is yes, we're open. Like how? 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 <laughs> and this is a this is a this is a civilized city. Yeah. And the walls the still... walls are plastered with pictures of the owner with celebrities. But the funny thing is, it's sort of like cricket players from the eighties and late seventies <laughs> and stuff. Celebrities like Muppets that you could buy at the store. <laughs> Here's me with Oscar the Grouch. He stopped in one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like there's like a timeline where you can see that people quite clearly stopped coming. So there's only celebrities up till about 1986 until famous people started getting botulism and started dying off or not coming or I don't know why. And then he gave Dom DeLuise diarrhea for five weeks and it was all over. Uh, I've got it up here on Urban Spoon. It's, it's one of those uh, things, you know, when celebrities die in threes, they all died at the same place. It all, it's like half the rat pack had there. Wow. One guy here on Urban Spoon, I think it's one of those places that people delight in really giving it everything in the in the negative review, yeah. like yeah. there's a bit of a it's man. Different. This guy has written a full on like a page long review. Uh, I, wow, he's really gone in depth. Some of those people in their own right are fascinating, like Yelp or Urban Spoon. Where, yeah, where you just see them like just breaking down. Someone's like, "You're reviewing a McDonald's. Yeah. You're reviewing a specific <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. Like you didn't get good service. The guy makes four dollars an hour. Of course you didn't." <laughs> I've seen oh, that. I've, I've looked up that. I've watched those. Uh, what's the Gordon Ramsay show? Uh, oh, yeah, Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. I've, for one reason or another, I spent an afternoon once looking up reviews on all the restaurants that had been on that show. <laughs> oh, my God. And people uh, had just got on there and watched the show and then gone, oh, the guy, um, Bert, that runs the place, he's got a big nose. I hate Bert. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Or imagine how many people go into the restaurant now, like, you didn't learn your lesson, did you? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I uh, I like how involved you get with TV shows. You're a big fan of watching something and then yeah. doing doing your extracurricular yeah, work. Yeah, I do my homework. <laughs> From the files of the, watching the finale of Friday Night Lights and then tweeting all the actors yeah. to tell them how much you loved it. Yeah. And, Did you uh, do that? Yeah. <laughs> Did they respond? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what was the other show? Oh, I do a lot of Bachelor homework as well when I watch oh, The Oh, really? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> to find out if, if the relationship, like... I'll get halfway through the season and go, I need to know the end now. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I want to know they're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know it was true love that yeah, they found yeah. on this game show. Yeah. <laughs> we should do our next live Dum Dum Club at the Empress of India. Do you reckon they'd be into oh, it? Oh, my God. 
What do you reckon? What if we um, move our shows from the town hall into the Empress of I India? I don't think we could get insurance for it. I think <laughs> if we accidentally slip and taste one of their meals, we could be in a lot I, of trouble. I feel like we walked in right as somebody was in the back just soaking things with gasoline and <laughs> burn it down for insurance. Maybe like, they want to eat here. Oh, shit. Okay. And just start soaping it up with a towel. <laughs> Man, we should seriously organize like a, like a gorilla, like underground comedy festival gig. You know, you always hear like in New York, like there's that thing, you know, Zach Galifianakis got his start doing gigs out the back of a yeah. burger oh. shop. What if we do, you know, we, we were organising a late night comedy festival show but you in a that, shitty Indian you restaurant. You understand that we'll yeah. go in there and then we'll bring people in there and then they go to order and we go, God, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. No, the thing about this is we all come in here and don't eat. Yeah, what, whatever you do. Yeah. Whatever you do. This is well, a- and then they bet like, oh, all wonderful British beers. Like the bar looked like it was under construct, like just sawdust and stuff stacked up on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like I said on the way in, it was we. I literally went there when I, I came from Maryland my hometown when I was um, younger and we went I went happy uh, birthday by the way thank (laughs) you Thank you. <laughs> you only you mentioned you were younger once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and all you remember, age. You remember the concept of age. Dates. That's good. That's good. Um, I went in there because, like, an Indian restaurant was a big deal for me back there. I was like, wow, because in in my hometown of Maribor, there's like a Chinese restaurant that you go yeah. to, and that's the only thing that you go to. But was it like How a class, was it like Chinese restaurant where they'd st- sell like steak sandwich and chips? Was it that uh, kind of thing? No, oh yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because it's like country town. You just eat like, a hot dog with chop. Sticks yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just cut it up, put soy sauce on it. Just, pe- just, just people from everywhere walk in and go, "I want the, I want the shit where it sizzles." And they go, "Okay, yeah, yeah. number, that's number one." <laughs> yeah, just make it on fire. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a number one because the number two is the hot dog with chopsticks. So <laughs> I'll have the number one. <laughs> um, so it was a big deal to come to Melbourne and come to an I- Indian restaurant, and that was the one that we went to, and we were like, "Wow, like cosmopolitan dining and whatever." And we went in there, and it was just. Look at, all the, look at all the art on the walls. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> look, there's someone. There's a guy with Imran Khan in 1984. <laughs> all right, this well, this food's good to go. Let's go. And it was like we were we were disturbing them. Like the guy was angry with us for walking in, and it was lunchtime on a Friday. Yeah. near a market. And exactly. We walked in at 12:30 today. Yeah, yeah. 12:30. Yep. And you interrupted. You him. should be. Eating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody should be eating here. He's there doing his taxes from 2009 or whatever. Yeah, yeah there's a thousand people a block away. <laughs> How is nobody in here? Yeah, and literally we walked in and you come in, you see all these, there's so many photos on the wall of people with celebrities, uh, with the, the chef or the chef owner with celebrity. And then he's all done up in the Indian headdress, like in the big turban and the, and the gear and whatever. And wow. so you go, oh, wow, this is this guy. And he's obviously got that at the back for when celebrities come out. But literally he came up and went, what do you want? And he was wearing a, a dirty Superman shirt with curry down the front. And it was disgusting. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, you know what? He had all these photos and they're all over every part of all the walls with um, um, a lot of cricketers, a lot of like local celebrities and whatever. And then on the mantelpiece, there's one picture of him. No, there's a picture of uh, uh, Serena Williams after winning a US Open trophy, like holding it up on the, on, on the center court. And he literally had cut himself out and put himself in it <laughs> on center court. 
<laughs> so he had real pictures with like Imran Khan and like all these cricketers and, and Tony Barber, the host of Sale of the oh, Century, whatever. Wow. And then he'd cut himself out and put himself on centre court at Flushing Meadows. That's awesome. Absolutely ridiculous. That's so good. She's holding up the trophy, like the jug or whatever, like, and he's just sitting there in a turban. It would have been better if he'd put himself coming out of the trophy, like if he's coming out of the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an abandoned funeral home. That's what it feels like. Like he should be in a casket in the yeah. back, preserved. That's I do like that though. Are. Like restaurants where they've just got all the photos of the owners with famous people, like the La Porchetta that's yeah. near where I used to live, where it's like the owner with like Jeff Kennett and like all these Formula One winners and stuff. Yeah. Like, how is this bloke who owns a pizza place? <laughs> what? What? How's he got this insane Rolodex where he's yeah. got all these? Or why are these people coming to La Porchetta, which is shit house? And it's. I, I really think it's like I went to one of those the other day where. It almost works against the restaurant because they you only have the photos up from 20 years ago and you go, yeah. oh, this is the point where it lost it, yeah, where yeah, yeah, famous yeah, people yeah. got wise you're to just, this shithole. You're tasting uh, the downfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, that, yeah. Like, like there's a comedy club in L.A. and, you know, if, if somebody's working on a set or something, they'll just hit all the clubs and it's just the worst club. It's a... But the, you, the owner, you could tell, stops everybody that drops in for a set. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. all the pictures are them surprised that there's a picture being taken. <laughs> like, the owner, like, I just want to say, like, shaking their head, I just want to say thanks for dropping by. Jeez! Like, you can tell, and then there's somebody that jumps out of the game. Because it's all just Dave Chappelle, like, just looking at his face, like, what the fuck? Like, and just and nobody that wants to be in a photo is just on the wall. Just upskirted Chris Rock photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just huh? <laughs> and it, like, well, and the, the celebrity, like, it, it's a big thing to just have that. Headshots on the wall. Not yeah. that they like they like. Oh, you know, people went to this laundromat, and I, uh, Matt Bronger, who you had on the show mm-hmm. last year when he was here, friend of the show, friend of the show, yeah. uh, uh, friend of mine as well. He did the we, uh, we, he did the car ride like you just did. They did the car ride. Yeah. Well, we both worked at the same place. We go to the sandwich shop uh, for lunch, and instead of like celebrity pictures, this place had a space shuttle taking off. <laughs> No space launches in Los Angeles. No, no shuttle launches. That's not what happens there. Space Maybe shuttle launching off a picture of the North Hollywood uh, bank robbers. I don't know if that story made it. You know the movie Heat? With yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know if this happened before, but it was two guys, full body armor, that like shot up dozens of police officers. Like a whole neighborhood was a shootout. Like like in that movie Heat. Yeah. I don't know. I, think, I don't know if the movie was based on that or if they took it from that. Like we'll just... They have a close-up, like, telephoto lens picture of one of those guys with a semi-automatic machine gun. (laughs) And then Dom DeLuise. (laughs) Like, just space shuttle, guy who died shortly after the photo was taken. Dom, like, it was a puzzle. Yeah, Like, every time we'd go there, like, what does it mean? Yeah. What if we move the Dom DeLuise photo first? (laughs) Like, trying to figure out what these clues, like, there's one spy that's going to walk in there and be like, oh, this is the activation. Yeah. This is the clubhouse. I don't know if you guys have this in in newspapers, but it'll be the cryptic clue thing. So it's like two pictures. So it'll be like, you know, a, a dung beetle and then... A photo of a, a thing of orange juice. Oh, it's Beetlejuice. You know, like that, that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, space, space robber de- dom. Space, yeah. de- space, uh, space crime. De- both, Louise. Both parents of someone that was in Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, <laughs> no, that's I'm not like, Holly Robinson's dad. Sorry. Maybe, maybe the it was a sandwich shop. You said. Yeah. Maybe it was like the space shuttle thing. Was like the the astronauts popped in there on the way. Got a little cut lunch it from this place signed, and took it in the. But like the, 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 the <laughs> it wasn't signed. signed. <laughs> it was just 
Hang on, are you saying the space shuttle hadn't signed the photo no, of itself? No, he, he was rude enough. He didn't write Challenger. Or anything. <laughs> just blast some flames onto the photo after they've I gotten think, I think it was just. I think it was just like, God bless America. Here's, here's the <laughs> space shuttle. Oh, these guys shot up a bank down the street because it was close by the location that that shooting. So this <laughs> is a little bit. This is like the neighborhood and. Uh, Actually, Dom DeLuise did it here, so we'll put his picture on. <laughs> Actually, he comes in here all the time. Yeah. Before I, I, I doubt there'd be, there probably wasn't that many places where Dom DeLuise hadn't. I know, so, yeah. yeah. It's not much of a name drop. <laughs> it's one of my big dreams is to, uh, is to get a sandwich named after me yeah. somewhere. I'd, what would I'd you love which, which You could which, just make one right now. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean like an actual, like a, you know, a restaurant or a pre-existing place. You just want to convince someone that owns a building somewhere to name it. <laughs> what name would be it? on your sandwich? Oh man! Um, what, no, what would it be called? Which one? Which name would you go with? Oh uh, well, the I Tommy guess Tommy D. It'd, yeah, the Tommy the, D sounds pretty. The classic. das, the Tommy Ooh, A, the, das. the sop, the sop. Um, it'd be there'd be chicken, there'd be chicken in some form. Um, it'd be in a some bit of, form, <laughs> it's quite a specific. Well, sandwich. I mean, you know, you could, have a, <laughs> you could have a roast, you could have a schnitzel. You know, I'm not too fussy. Uh, <laughs> any type of bread you want. Yeah. Um, it's really any sandwich. Yeah. It's yeah. called the yeah. Tommy. Yeah. It's just, whatever's on the breadboard at the moment. <laughs> okay, what, what, I'm, what I'm proposing is let's change the name of chicken to Tommy. Then that way, <laughs> then that way, I'm sort of like multi-purposing. Yeah. That'll be. The you way are. I've always said that's been my nickname about you for a long time. The Great White Meat. So. <laughs> <laughs> What about what about uh, uh, like autographs, like celebrity autographs? Did you ever, Kyle? Did you ever um, like collect autographs or get autographs for someone when you were a kid? No, no, I had uh, I had Rodney Mullen sign a skateboard when I was a little kid, and that was it. Oh. I think that was it. Rodney Mullen and, and Mickey Mouse, and even when Mickey I was, Mouse signed it. Even even when I was seven at <laughs> Disney World, I'm like. This isn't really him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Bi- he's too big to be at this restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. the cartoon was the real guy, but there's somebody in a costume right yeah. now. I, I went to Disney World uh, last year, and I, it remind- I went there when I was 12 as well, and it reminded mm. me that uh, like that thing where all the costumed characters will like do autographs. Mm. And I remember being a kid and having my little book and like getting it signed by Br'er Rabbit out the front <laughs> yeah. of Splash Mountain ride and yeah. and being really into it and like lining up and wanting like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then, <laughs> but being just like being old enough to like just really on the cusp of yeah. knowing what was really going on, but still <laughs> having that not fully wanting to grow up yet. Like that's that still was a traumatic time. Like, yeah. like, listen, I know Santa is yeah. you guys, but yeah, you're yeah. working it Let's, out, but you feel sad can about we it. Still like, do, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mortality sets in period. at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, because I being being from Maribor, being this small town, it's a, that thing where everything's you know everything else except for Maribor seemed exciting or whatever. So yeah. if any celebrity had come through town, I'd be like, oh yeah, I, I bought myself an autograph book, and I'd be like, okay, I'll go and get you know this guy or whatever. But it was like no one ever good. So like, if I found that autograph book now, it would like be the most <laughs> pathetic <laughs> autograph book. Like, it was like literally it had um someone. That was on Prisoner for like no on the Sullivans for like three weeks. Yeah, if you remember right. the Sullivans, like it's some bad drama from 1979 or something. It was like someone came in to open a flower show and I went, "Can I have your autograph, uh, whoever you are?" <laughs> but it's it horrible. You were doing it so they felt better about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were getting much yeah. more out of it. Here, than here you go, sorry. Little, Ooh, I'm dazzled. Yeah, yeah. The, the biggest name we ever had was like Rolf Harris. Oh yeah, Rolf yeah. Harris, who's like this. Uh, 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 what is he famous for? He was, uh, like, he had songs. He had, oh, you know, you would know Timey Kangaroo Downsport. Have you heard of that song? What? Yeah, okay. I realize that sounds ridiculous <laughs> now. I realize Timey Kangaroo Downsport? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a song that people... A lot, of, a lot of people, and we, I think we, I don't know if we talked about this with him when he was on the show, but Matt Besser, 
before we did the Earwolf Challenge, he thought that that was like our national anthem yeah. or like it was our kumbaya. Right. I said, it's a parody song. It's yeah. like, but it's by like Australia's Weird Al. Yeah, Like yeah, it's yeah. a joke song. It's like if we said like a surgeon was a star stangled <laughs> banner. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, anyway. He's... That might be in the future of America. <laughs> things are going. I won't say it won't be now. <laughs> um, he was like a singer of a lot of that sort of stuff, and he, he was quite big in the UK and whatever. So he was a big deal. And he was on kids' TV, so he would like draw cartoons, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. well, this is an actual celebrity. And he came to Maribor, and he wouldn't sign an autograph for me. And it was like, <laughs> it was I think big. that's where my life turned, yeah. because I was actually quite a positive kid until then. I think. <laughs> Didn't you say you went up to him at the train station? Yeah, at the train station. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and I, and I think I drew a picture, and I was like, hey, look at this. And he's like... Yeah, I've got trains to look at, kid, or something. <laughs> oh, and that was it. it I've was... got a, I've got an original Fifey. I've got an Have Andrew you? Fife, yeah. Andrew Fife, the cartoonist yeah. from Hey Eight Saturday. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Man, I, this I, sounds ridiculous. The way when you bring up Australianisms <laughs> to you in the company of another person from another country, but you know, hey, you know, Timey Kangaroo Downsport and Hey Hey It's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our civilization over here started about twenty years ago. <laughs> we're, we're still but, working out what words mean. But I still feel the same. Like whenever anybody talks about sports in front of me, and I'm just like, I could talk about guys that rode BMX in the late eighties. Oh, yeah, you know, like right, that's right, my right. specific. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah. you know, somebody's like, oh, we got like a regular uh, uh, LeBron James over here. I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Does he play basketballs? Is it? Did I pluralize the wrong thing in that? Oh. I don't. No. Bas- Baskets- basketball, basketball, technically, Bas- yeah. basketballs. That's that's another thing. I now I remember this is this is even more pathetic. I once the the <laughs> oh if we're gonna have a pathetic <laughs> now we're now we're cooking with gas. Yes. All right, let's. Yeah. <laughs> this is a celebrity came to a celebrity very loose use the word celebrity, but came to Maribor once was the the not the co-driver. You know, in like the Bathurst three thousand or whatever. There's like <laughs> yeah. a car race and you have like two cars in it and there's like a t- like the Holden Racing Team or whatever. Mm. The, the Peter Brock's like quite a famous race yeah, yeah, over yeah. here. He was. Um, his uh, co-stable driver, whatever, came and uh, uh, drove in this car that was in Maribor. And then I got in the passenger seat and I was being driven around in it. And I was like, wow, I'm in the same car that, that, that the, the number two driver was. And I was in the passenger seat. And I the jumper I was wearing, I remember this quite distinctly now. Jumper I was wearing, I took off and didn't wash for like a year. <laughs> but it was, but I didn't even know the name of the guy. And then after a year, I realised, oh no! But he was the co. He drove his own car, so no one sat in the passenger seat. So it's not like I was sitting in the same seat as it's someone. Not like the famous. magic was being rubbed off. Yeah, on yeah, you. yeah. No one. That's a seat that no one sits in. Uh, in my earlier career as a comedian, I opened up for a Sam Kinison tribute act. Oh, oh wow! Called Screaming Sam, and uh, th- this guy they were from florida which should mean enough to anybody from the state florida is a horrible place uh it was that this guy managed the manager drove around like in a van it was like a green painted van that said screaming sam on the side with a siren on top <laughs> and he was also his son was the world's youngest stand-up comedian and you could tell this kid was just doing dirty jokes his dad wrote and would be hit if he didn't do a good <laughs> job like that's how this kid was just paranoid yeah and they drove around apt to the modern age but it would just be like he's like it was just like then Bush wants to raise he wants to raise taxes oh oh like, he, would just, he would just say something and do the Sam Kinison scream yeah and right. then the autograph like and then the manager as soon as the show was over it was just people staring dumbfounded like why are we here. <laughs> 
and he would just force like headshots of screaming Sam into people's <laughs> hands. And then Sam would get off stage and just just arrogant, like just take him out of people's hands and sign them. Like they want nobody even like they just left him on their chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was just grabbing him, like, here you go, kid, enjoy it. Glad you had a nice time at the show. Like yeah. just signing stuff. And it was like you're a real person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you ever bl- blown away? Like you're, you exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wake up in the morning. You, that seems weird that they would. That's get such a you... weird word to use as well. Tribute as well, man. Yeah. that's a very loose. Yeah, instead of just being a hack, yeah, 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 yeah. It's steal that, somebody. Yeah. It's yeah. weird that they would get you to open up for the Sam Kinison tribute act instead of the Carl Kinane tribute act. Yeah, you know, think really, that would make more sense. They would sense. go with the theme. It was this club that was not far from where I lived, so I, was, I would I just wind up there a lot. You know, most nights, oh, free drinks, so I'll yeah. hang out here and. Guys were like, you know, all, I don't know if the comedy clubs are like that here, where there's always just some nefarious underdwelling of, I just like, like, you're laundering money. It, like yeah, basically, yeah. I work. The clubs I worked at were the Empress of India's. Yeah, comedy <laughs> clubs. I, I, hope, I hope the Sam Kinison tribute act got his picture with the local Indian <laughs> yeah, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's really, who's really flattering who? When you said before the the youngest. Uh, Stand up. How how young was he? He was, he was probably about nine or ten, and, like, oh, okay. and it was one of those things like, young. how is he not in school? Yeah, like how are you like this is truly is this abuse? Is this child uh, abuse? It, it by all means, yeah, right. by all means, and they were just like dirty jokes that you could tell his dad that like it'll be funny because it's coming out of a kid, and people <laughs> were just like, don't say that, young man. <laughs> Please. And then I fingered it. Ah, oh, kids say the darndest things. Yeah, and just awkward for for the kid who could tell. He was just like, "Did I say it right, Dad? Don't hit me anymore." It's sort of the relationship between me and you when we do comedy. Yeah. You recommend that I do things, and yeah. people go, "You're too young to be saying that." <laughs> um, hey, on the on the meeting uh, famous people thing. Uh, I when I was in hospital, I was in hospital for like two years because uh, I was sick as a kid. Were you in there for, uh, like for two years consistently? Not consistently, though. in and out. You for two years. In, yeah, in, right. in more than not. Right. Um, but I'm fascinated that you have never brought this up very much before lately. Yeah. Well, I am doing a whole festival show about yeah, it now, yeah, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that was a big thing where uh, people would often, like famous people would come in and they'd do the rounds of the wards uh, and you'd get to meet people, like, well known. Should you be paying it back now, now that you're famous for having a podcast? <laughs> should you be going in and, and going, hey, hey, kids, I know you've got cancer, oh, but God. I'm on, you know, radio, I'm on something worse than that. Uh, where do I sign? I'm what if, something what if, you what could listen we... to if you wanted to. <laughs> We're going to make this ward look like the Empress of India in here, there's <laughs> pictures of me all around, and what and if, and my tribute act will sign one as well. <laughs> what if we did that? What if we just rocked up to a hospital and just <laughs> made, did an appearance that no one had asked us for? Um, but that was a big thing. Like people would come in, and it was it, like it was mostly sports people, and I'm not really. In, like I didn't know anything about sports, so there would be that thing where, you know, Greg Norman would come in. Oh, really? And, yeah, like everyone in the room would be like, oh, it's Greg Norman, and I'd have to just kind of like play along and be like, yeah. And he would he would nearly make the kids feel better because what? he would always yeah, – that's a sports joke because he would nearly win tournaments. Ah, uh, great, yeah, okay, yeah. So. When, isn't that like the worst, like sports guys, like here's a human being in peak physical yeah. condition. <laughs> yeah. Like when you kind of want an out-of-shape celebrity, like it's yeah. not so bad. You're laying around all day. It's kind yeah, of like yeah, you, you, yeah. Got, you can watch that's, whatever you want on TV. Yeah. They're yeah. going to bring you ice cream. You I know you got your face blown off, but meet Angelina Jolie here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Yeah, it does sort of make more sense for comedians to go and do it than anyone I'm else. I'm actually healthier than what's normally yeah. healthy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm here to rub that in your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do 
do feats that regular, even when you get better, yeah. still can never do. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to make yeah. the feats. I should better. be. I should be stopping doing push-ups while I'm saying yeah. get better soon. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still will doing it. You never them. accomplish what I've done <laughs> ever, even if this all works out. Yeah. Even the nurses are like <laughs> hating me being here. Like we're so much. As a matter of fact, them. I've banged two of them already. <laughs> I love these trips. I mean, classic, just, classic. Yeah. <laughs> I made my own wish. <laughs> I um, because that's the thing. Like I, uh, when I was growing up, I I so take a wish program. <laughs> <laughs> I I very loosely uh, barrack for the team of Melbourne. Uh, do you? Yeah, like okay. that's if I barrack for it's not that I really follow it, but right. I do because you know because my grandpa went for them, and that's classic how you you know yeah, decide yeah, yeah. a team to go for. Exactly. But then when I was in hospital, uh, one day Nikki Winmar and Spider Everett came in. Both St. Kilda. Kilda. Yeah. Spider Everett. Yeah. 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 That's a good handle. Yeah, yeah. it's a great handle, and, and it's uh, SPI. ID A as well, which yeah. is, you know, Spider. it's easy to adapt if you ever became like a oh, graph artist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spider. Uh, Spider. But then, so, because they were from St. Kilda and they'd come in and spent heaps of time in the water and they, they were like, they came in a couple of times, I think. They were like really cool about it. Yeah. Dad then tried to make me go for St. Kilda. Dad was like, no, oh, we, yeah. should, we should all just go for St. Kilda now as a family. And I went, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then we were watching a game once and it was St. Kilda, Melbourne, and I was going for Melbourne. Dad's like... No, nah, you should be going for St Kilda because of what they've done for you. I'm like, is that how it works? I don't know that that's how it works at all. What yeah. if that's what like a downtrodden team does? Like, we got to go visit the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to we need to guilt sick kids. We yeah. need the support. Yeah. We need to build <laughs> up the membership. That numbers. is a real short term fix <laughs> yeah. to get these dying kids to barrack for all right, you. Forget the cancer wards; they're dying <laughs> off. Let's go to like the kids with the broken legs yeah. and stuff. You know. Let's, Let's go to the outpatient wing where we'll catch them and shake hands as they're underway. That's home. cool if kids with broken legs get to make a wish now. That would be awesome. Like what happens on this show, anytime I bring up my cancer, you and then whoever else is in here just kind of feels like they've got diplomatic immunity. They rag shit on cancer kids. No, no, just because they're the survivor in the room. You spell it no, out, man. That it. sounds like We're doing worse. it because it's out of nerves. We're just yeah, yeah, real yeah, nervous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to process grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm not, uh, an, I'm not an asshole. Yeah, that's how I process grief. I turned into a real dickhead. <laughs> I was just thinking then, like, oh, man, we are going to get letters about this. And I went, no, I'll write back and go, hey, I had it. It was like, yeah, no, it wasn't yeah, anything yeah. you said. It yeah, was your no, dodgy I'll, mate. No, I'll write back. I'll say, hey, my mate had it. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about this. We, uh, it, it is comedy festival time. We are, we're a few days away from doing our first live Dum Dum Club show as we're recording this. Yep. Uh, I don't know when this will go up, but, uh, but you know, we're close to doing that. And I don't know if you get this, Kyle, but if uh, if I've ever got a big gig coming up, like in the lead up to the comedy festival every year, in the couple of weeks before, I'll have dreams where I'm doing my show for the first time and it's always a disaster. But it's not a disaster in that I'm Tell doing... Tommy, that was no dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, I had cancer. Back off there. Um, it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> it's the Tommy had cancer, so he's doing away with everything <laughs> Uh, no, but it's always, it's like, it's, it's the gig in my dream is a disaster, but it's in ridiculous ways. Like I had a dream once where I was doing my show, but my stage was a bouncy castle. So I couldn't right. get proper footing and yeah, I kept yeah, falling. Yeah. Like it's, it's always ridiculous stuff like that. And I had a dream last night that we were doing our first live oh. dum dum club. Yeah. First, first of all, for some reason we were doing it in like a concert hall, like a massive recital hall. And we got in there and all the audience was facing the wrong way. And as we were trying to do the show, people would get up from the crowd, stand on the stage with us and just start dancing. And I, and at one point in the dream, I turned to you and I went, I don't think we're going to be able to put this one on iTunes. 
<laughs> a sign of things to come, you be the judge. Buy your tickets now from comedyfestival.com.au. Yeah. Just remember, you can't, dancing doesn't work well on a podcast. If it's live or not, it's just a bit of a waste. I used to have, you know, I, I, because I was always like a really like obsessed soccer fan mm-hmm. uh, and player uh, when mm-hmm. I was a kid and teenager and whatever, I would constantly have dreams that I would get to the game and it would, uh, you know, it was really hard to get to the game and then I'd just miss kickoff so I wasn't on the team and I'd be sitting on the side just going, I just want to be on the field. I want so much to be on the field. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. or I would get there early and I'd run on and we'd kick off and then someone would turn to me and go, man, you've got jeans on. You've got to leave the field right now. And then I'd have to leave and the game would go on. I'd be on the sidelines going, no, I want to play. I want to play. So now, and I used to tell my friends that. So now I've got one friend that would like, will every now and then go up to me as I'm down the street or whatever and go, dude, you've got jeans on. You're supposed to be on the field. You're having that dream again. <laughs> and then just start pinching you. Wake yeah. up, man. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> That's, uh, do, you have any, do you have any dreams like that about uh, like before gigs or, like or anything? Anxiety, you get those, yeah, dream. yeah. I, I would have the, I've been having dreams. That I started smoking again. Yeah, right. And it's not like a big deal, but like, it's so good. Yeah. So is that and dream? That, even dream nicotine yeah, is like, like addictive. Oh man, I really did like cigarettes. Those were good. <laughs> <laughs> so then I wake up, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, I quit. But then, but I would wake up with the panic, like, oh, I'm so disappointed in myself that I started smoking again. Yeah. But like, as far as anxiety dreams, I've had. I can't remember specific ones. I remember having. I even made a joke about like like very mundane dreams like where when I used to live with my girlfriend she was one that said I just had the most intense dream it's like yes that's what dreams are Mm. it's your chance it's your brain going here's a big jambalaya thoughts that you didn't finish thinking during the day here's crazy of course you were in school but it was a dragon and this and that (laughs) like they're always intense like weird dreams I'll be like in my dream like oh I wonder if uh I don't know if I have toothpaste left. <laughs> I go in the bathroom and be like, oh, yeah, I got like half a tube of toothpaste. And then I just wake up. And that's it. Like, that's my chance for my brain to go crazy. And this is what it comes up with. Like, yeah. that, here you go. So yeah, it's, yeah. Here, it's pretty here's clear. The, here's the toothpaste dream. So either the stuff that even, like, my brain wouldn't even allow me to think like it's still too crazy like you can't handle it yeah. just give them the toothpaste drink. your your version if you were david lynch your version of blue velvet or mulholland drive would have been a lot different <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's just me eating a whole cake by myself yeah. <laughs> I, this, um, I had a, I had a, uh, a thing uh, a couple of years ago when i was single i had this uh, crush on a girl that i knew and i had this recurring thing for like two or three weeks where i just at least twice a week i would have a dream where i was hooking up with her which is like the worst because then you wake up and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh. And it was just, but it was relentless. It just kept happening. And I was talking to my cousin who I was living with at the time and, and telling her all this. And she goes, she was saying something like, because I wasn't working at the time. Mm. And she was saying like, if you're not doing much, if you're not very active, apparently you dream more vividly because your brain's not getting the exercise during the day. <laughs> so then at night yeah. it just goes, <clears throat> what? Oh, like yeah. It just cuts loose a bit more. <laughs> that makes sense. And I did notice, like, I got full time work after that for a little while, and I did notice that I didn't dream as much. Yeah. I don't have as many dreams right now. I'm thankfully very busy during the day. I no, guess. Well, there you go. And I drink myself to sleep at night. <laughs> but, which I think really that's squash, a big difference. Squashes those yeah. receptors. That is know? a big difference. Yeah. Like, I don't sleep as much now, and I just don't dream at all because it's like. I don't have time to dream. I'm busy trying to recuperate for on the three hours you've given me to rest. Like I don't want to be making up some fable about you fighting a dragon or something. Do you get sleep paralysis? What's that? Oh, that's a blast. That's how they Is thought that for everybody. Real? Yeah, when everybody thought they were being abducted by aliens and stuff like that. It's oh. it's where you'll wake up, but you're like <clears throat> you're consciously you'll wake up, but your body doesn't wake up yet, so you're paralyzed. 
What? Where you can't move. Yeah, isn't it? There's like it's a. It's terrifying. So you've done it. It's it. I'll get that maybe two or three times a year. Oh wow! And it, and it usually starts not when I wake up, but as I'm going to sleep. And so you're falling asleep, and you know your brain's starting to shut down, and your body shuts down first. But your brain, like, I know I'm laying in bed. I know it's my door over there. Now there's a demon voice coming from just beyond it. Even though every other detail's real, there's no weird dreamscape. I know I'm in my room. I know what time it is. And it's one of those things like, if I could just move one finger, I'll snap out of the dream stuff. But yeah. you can't. You're like, just move your fucking hand. Oh, really? It's wow. horrifying. That's yeah. intense. It's so, te- and, I, and I love it. <laughs> I love a good scare. Yeah. I can't that's get enough. There's of like it. a there's like a, a date rape drug that essentially does that. Doesn't it? it's like it's your awake it's but a, you're paralyzed. It is. I mean, well, yeah. That's uh, yeah. There's stuff that does that. Well, it's like ketamine is that you know. Yeah. You do a special K, and that's you get. Not that I've ever done it more than a few <laughs> times, but that that is my favorite bit about dreams: the assumed history that you all of a sudden have. Yeah. This that ridiculous assumed history where there's a part of my brain in a dream where I'll go. Yeah, yeah, me and my uncle were in the Archies. We used to tour yeah. with Betty and Veronica. Yeah, yeah, so what's the next bit? The train conductor's dead. Don't worry, I got this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my friend was telling me he had a dream where he bumped into, he was driving along and he saw Sting next to a broken down Volkswagen Beetle that was his car that he was trying to fix. And in that classic dream thing, he goes, it was Sting, but it like wasn't Sting. Yeah. It was Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Who, like, we're going, hey, look at Sting, but then it visually is Rutger Hauer. And then, so they've helped in the dream, they've helped Sting slash Rutger Hauer fix his car. And then he goes, oh, I'll take you back to my place. So they go back to his place, they open the door, and there's just like birds and monkeys and tigers everywhere. And Sting just stands in the hallway in the dream and goes, Look at all of my fucking pets. <laughs> and, then, and then my mate so goes. Fair, to, that's more of a rookie hell. Yeah, yeah. And then my mate goes into the bathroom and there's like a chimpanzee in a bathtub just splashing water everywhere, going. <laughs> and then my mate woke up. I'm like, man, you got to deal with some shit because there's some there's some stuff going he's, on in he's there. He's got a straight to video dream. Like that's, <laughs> that's a C-list cast in that dream. Rutger Hauer and Sting. Yeah. God. Yeah. At, at what point in explaining a dream do you just have to say to somebody, "I'm sorry for wasting your time." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's no way I can explain how this made sense. It yeah. was a dream. You should have shut me up a while ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, <laughs> it all hinges on you being asleep because you can't. Yeah. Go to someone, hey, you know what I thought of before? I thought I was going skiing and then I saw my mum. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. You were just conscious thinking of that? It's more interesting when you were unconscious. I just realized we, we brought up how boring people's dream stories are about five weeks ago. And then I think since then, at least once a week, we've talked about a dream. Yeah. Right. Like since acknowledging that we think they're shit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I like just, stories. Just you were saying, just, <laughs> words are good. Uh, just you were saying before, uh, my mate having a director video dream, that reminded me. Uh, I, like most of the research I do with our guests on this show, I Googled you in a food court before I came in here. <laughs> Fair enough. And I found on your. On your IMDb, a credit that fascinated me. You were in a film called Cheerleader Massacre. Oh, two. Yeah. Two? Oh. Yeah. The return. Yeah. What's of the what, massacre? I mean, what's the what's the go there? What was it? What, I don't even know what Cheerleader <laughs> Massacre one there was. was. I was going to get fifteen hundred dollars when I was very broke mm-hmm. to uh, play a security guard at a cheerleader camp. <laughs> Because we know those are real. <laughs> did, did the fans think that you wrecked the franchise? <laughs> <laughs> they told I didn't die in it either. Oh. I mean, I don't want to ruin it oh. for anybody that has one of the three copies of it that exists. <laughs> because it doesn't like the one copy. Somehow, somebody bought a burned copy of it off the internet. Like, <laughs> the other guy that was in it with me. 
And it was, uh, it was like a, yeah, just a titty movie that I didn't play one of the sexy parts. You didn't play oh. a tit. No, I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was two rolls open. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, and it, it, we'd go there and it was hilarious because they were all just, they were just porn actresses making not porn yeah, yeah, yeah. money for this. And I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical. Dumb, oh, a real attic made out of bricks on these guys. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb ladies. An, dumb, a, an I don't, attic I don't made out of bricks, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. It's just, just rocks upstairs. We don't have know? that in Australia, that phrase. Attic, yeah. I, I don't think it ex- I just think I made it up. Oh, okay. That could be, that that could be, we, we have it now. That phrase is as plain as fives and sevens. Yeah. yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that could be a fake Australianism. Yeah. It's an attic made out of bricks, mate. You've made it in Australia, so that's ours now. Attic full of bricks. And, uh, it would just we would just go there every day and uh, yeah, it, it, I've never seen it. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. What did you do? Did you do anything good in it? You didn't kill anyone. You no, just... I was a security guard. Okay, I did not see any of the boobs. That no. was separate scenes, like just the unnecessary. Like, well, it sure is scary. Girls, let's all calm down with a shower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were just security guard number three behind Sting. I, yeah. And oh, I was security Rutger guard <laughs> number one. Don't get me wrong. Oh right. Wrong. Like in one day they're just like. Had a different color uniform. Like we forgot what type of uniform. Oh, really? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I just so little, so little production. <laughs> but uh, that exists, and I would love to see it. Yeah. I'm dying to see it. Let's go down to Video Busters and see if it's got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, let's go to Video yeah. Busters. I if heard anyone's a... got it. I'll go down and pick up a copy of uh, yeah, what is it? Cheerleader Massacre and uh, some hacky sacks. Yeah. is that what they sell down there? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about this. Um, I heard a rumor. I read it on the trivia section of uh, Cheerleader Massacre Two that they've got the script for Cheerleader Massacre Three all ready to go, but you're the cast member that's holding. Oh, that's why the they can't script. get it going. Really? The script. Oh, the script. You're the Bill Murray of the Cheerleader Massacre <laughs> franchise. No, I don't. <laughs> well, um, my people are talking to their people. And, uh, you yeah, but you're just surprisingly like, enough, no, not surprisingly enough, Dan Aykroyd is actually in both of those. You're there going. Open. Look, well, look. Let me just watch the second one first, and yeah. then we'll see what's happening. Yeah. He's asking for sixteen hundred dollars this <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, you'd rather play. Get you know, you can introduce the son of the security guard in the next one, so he can take on. Yeah, number, I, just, I just do the five, four. the five minute guest yeah, spot yeah, at yeah. the beginning. Get killed off, my son. Take on my legacy. <laughs> Passing on the veritable torch. I feel yeah, like yeah. you're going to uh, have a clause in the contract that the cheerleaders have to be eating at Empress of India in at least one it, scene. That is the scariest set piece yeah. you can use. M- Michael Sierra can play your son. He's the new, <laughs> the new guard. He's, yeah, he's, let's see how his schedule is. <laughs> well, guys, that does bring us to the end of the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Uh, thank you, Kyle Kinane, so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. What a heap of fun. Uh, we are in full swing of the comedy festival. Come check out one of our Dum Dum Club shows on Monday nights in the town hall. Tickets are actually rapidly selling now. Yeah. Um, and we've got awesome guests lined up. Yeah, there's some um, good stuff happening. People that you yeah, you will want to see in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, I'm doing my show 6pm at the Victoria Hotel. The whole run's probably sold out by the time this has gone up. <laughs> but uh, try and get a ticket. And uh, Kyle Kinane will have left the country by the time you're hearing this. But get on iTunes and purchase his CD, Death of the Party. Uh, one of my favourite comedy albums. And I'm not just saying that because you're sitting oh. in here. It's general, genuinely great. Uh, get on board. This is the end of the show, so should we pop in an ad right now, as uh, we forgot to do last week? Yeah. Is this a new thing? Yeah, look, I'll, we'll, we'll work around it. All right. We'll look Two, around it. Two, yeah. DVD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Punchline.com.au. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, send us an email, littledumdumclub at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and... T-shirts and the shows, live shows. We'll oh. see you next time. Okay, let's do it that way. See you, mates. A lot of good things.